Lord, help us to know that whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction so that by steady faith and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. In Christ's name, amen. Well, the book of Psalms we've mentioned before is a book of songs or a book of hymns. In Old Testament days, there are about five books of Psalms and the scripture for today, the 42nd and 43rd Psalms, began the second book. My Facebook friend, Rolf Jacobson, the Psalm scholar, writes that when Psalms 42 and 43 are considered together, the unified poem consists of three stanzas of equal length, each of which is followed by an identical refrain. Why are you cast down on my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall again Praise him, my help and my God. Somewhere along the way, this one poem got divided into two psalms, but we'll look do both today. Psalm 42 starts out by placing us timid and afraid and desert terrain, thirsty and saddened in personal exile, haunted by memories of temple worship. Then it transports us scorned by enemies, absorbed in suffering, strong and affirmed to the mountains that roar with mighty waterfalls. And then finally, Psalm 42, 43, directs our gaze to future hope into a sanctuary filled with light. Listen now for the word of God. Just like a deer that craves streams of water, my whole being craves you, God. My whole being thirsts for God, for the living God. When will I come and see God's face? My tears have been food, been my food both day and night, as people constantly question me. Where's your God now? But I remember these things as I bear my soul, how I made my way to the mighty one's abode, to God's own house with joyous shouts and thanksgiving songs, a huge crowd celebrating the festival. Why, I ask myself, are you so depressed? Why are you upset inside? Hope in God, because I will again give him thanks, my saving presence and my God. My whole being is depressed. That's why I remember you from the land of Jordan and Hermon from Mount Mizar, deep call to deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your massive waves surged over me. By day, the Lord commands his faithful love. By night, his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my solid rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I have to walk around sad, oppressed by enemies, with my bones crushed, my foes make fun of me, constantly questioning me? Where's your God now? Why, I ask myself, are you so depressed? Why are you upset inside? Hope in God, because I will again give him thanks, my saving presence and my God. Establish justice for me, God. Argue my case against 
ungodly people. Rescue me from dishonest and the unjust. Because you are my God, my protective fortress. Why have you rejected me? Why do I have to walk around sad, oppressed by enemies? Send your light and truth. These will guide me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Let me come to God's altar. Let me come to God, my joy, my delight. Then I will give you thanks with the liar, God my God. Why, I ask myself, are you so depressed? Why are you so upset inside? Hope in God. Because I will again give thanks, my saving presence, and my God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the words of my mouth and may the thoughts of all of us be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. There's a three-letter word that many parents dread, especially when it's used over and over and over by their little children. The word is why. Often parents dread it because we're afraid we don't know the answers. Because too often we don't. But the dread is that dread is founded on a mistaken assumption that parents always know or should know the answer to every question. Every question that begins with, why? Adding to the frustration is that why comes up over and over and over. Did you notice that this two-psalm poem has ten whys? Why am I, why I ask myself, are you so depressed? That's one. Why are you so up and, upset inside? Two. Three is, why have you forgotten me? Four. Why do I have to walk around sad and oppress my enemies? Five is why I ask myself, are you so depressed? Six is why are you so upset inside? Seven is why have you rejected me? Eight is why do I have to walk around sad, oppressed by enemies? Nine is why I ask myself, are you so depressed? And ten, why are you so upset inside? Yes, I know. Several of those were repeats, but isn't that yet another way that God is like our parent, getting the same questions over and over and over? But these are not small child questions. These are questions of distress, depression, de desperation. The psalmist is in exile and speaks of missing worship in the temple, of a feeling of thirst, a craving for God's company. He speaks of feeling overwhelmed by circumstances, taunted by another question, where is your God now? You and I live in the richest, most powerful, most free nation on earth. But in modern society, many feel like Christians are in an exile of sorts, that business of being strangers in a strange land, taunted by both external voices of skeptics and by sometimes by internal voices of doubt. Where is your God now? 
the first four verses of Psalm 43 convey direct request to God. Establish justice for me. Argue my case against the ungodly. Rescue me from the dishonest and unjust. Send your light and truth to guide me. And then there are three let requests for one purpose. First, let them bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Second, let me come to God's altar. Third, let me come to God, my joy, my delight. And the purpose, well, the goal of the three re let requests are, then I will give you thanks, God my God. Remember Augustine, St. Augustine? Augustine was a Christian bishop and theologian. The Encyclopedia Britannica calls him perhaps the most significant Christian thinker after St. Paul. When Augustine was baptized on Easter of 387 AD, long ago, Psalm 43 was sung. You see, early Christians found this Psalm 42-43 a symbol for baptism. As one scholar has written, part of what we profess in baptism is that each human life derives from and belongs to God and is alive authentically only in relationship to God. In other words, human life, we depend on God. We need God. Now water, I just happen to have some right here. Water is a recurring theme in this. And it make you thirsty just to see it. It's a recurring motif, beginning with longing for God as the deer craves streams of water. Mm. Thirsting for water is not like wishing for coffee or a big old glass of iced tea. Those things are surely pleasures and among the great blessings of life, but water, water is essential for life. You can, you can live for a while without food, but not without water. The psalmist is saying is that God is essential to life, but the water metaphor doesn't stop there. The psalmist weeps, tears, pours out his soul, feels overwhelmed by the thundering deeps. And in the midst of all this, he finds hope and affirming faith in God. In this psalm and in our lives, hurt and hope come together. In our hardest times, in those times when we feel forlorn, forgotten, we find hope in trusting God. Perhaps the most famous book St. Augustine wrote was called Confessions. In the very first paragraph of that book, Augustine says to God, you have made us for yourself and our hearts are restless until they find their peace in you. With all the turmoil and hate and violence, whether it's in Orlando or the Middle East or in downtown Raleigh or in our own neighborhoods. With all the violence and distressing things in our world today, 
it would be very easy to become discouraged, disheartened, desperate. But if we listen to the psalmist, we learn the truth expressed in the third verse of that hymn we sang earlier today. This is our Father's world. Oh, let me ne'er forget that though the wrong seems all so strong, God is the ruler yet. So when you start asking yourself, why am I so depressed? Why am I so upset inside? Or when others ask you or you wonder yourself, where's your God now? With the psalmist, I say to you, hope in God, and you will again give thanks for God's saving presence. Thanks be to God.